What's up, what's up? Takeover Podcast Show in the building tonight, man. You know what it is. We are back. And we got a special guest tonight. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead, man. What up, what up? It's your boy Capo LB, Red Dollar Gang in the building. Already, already, man. It's been good with you. Man, the grind, bro. The daily grind, you know, just um, just trying to keep my name relevant, put out good music. Right, right, right. You know, man, on this podcast, you know, we normally talk about a lot of sports, so... We're going to get to a little bit of sports today. We get into, you know, the, the rap game and all everything, right, right. man. So, so who your teams, man? Uh, football, New England Patriots, man. New how'd you end up a Patriots fan way out here in Louisiana? Well, honestly, man, um, I like the Patriots back when they had um, Drew Blesso. Like, oh, okay. Like, right before um, right before Tom Brady came. And then um, I was a Randy Moss fan also. So, you know, eventually we ended up picking up Moss. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so, yeah, like I said, I've been rocking with them for a little minute, man. So that 2007 um, season hurt you when they went 16-0. and 0, huh? Man, look, that's when, that's when my dad quit watching football because he's a, he was a Patriots fan too. And once he seen that, he was just like, nah, this is rigged. I don't, even want, I don't even care about it no more. You thought it was rigged? No, my dad did. <laughs> oh, your to dad a, did. To a degree, man, I think a lot of it rigged, man. I, I, really do, I really do feel like they pick and choose where they want to generate that revenue with. You know, that's that's just yeah. my opinion. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. entitled to your opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I never tried to go the rig route because I think it'll ruin it for me if I watch sports. So It's just like finding out wrestling was fake. You know what I'm saying? See? <laughs> See, I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah, me too. But to me... It's scripted, but, yeah. but some of the moves are actually real because if you fall off a ladder, you fall off a yeah. ladder. Well, I feel like that about football. You got to understand, these guys are professionals getting paid millions of dollars. Right. So you know how to drop a ball. You know what I'm saying? You know how to miss yeah. a tackle. Yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> but in wrestling, if you fall off a ladder and you hit the ground, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it, but you know, it's, it's padded. Sometimes they have all those tables yeah, to break yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true, but man, we know um, me and my brother went to the Royal Rumble couple weeks ago. Oh, man. really? Oh, yeah. That was fun down there in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. I was sick that weekend, man. That made me so mad. But um, I still managed to enjoy it. But it, yeah. it, was, it was cool. It yeah. was cool, man. Yeah. So what, what about basketball? Basketball, man, I don't have a team right now. I was a Kobe Bryant fan. Okay. You know, you know, I like LeBron, yeah. but I ain't just glued in with no team. I pretty much just watch. You just watch it? Just watch it. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Baseball? Nah, nothing. I ain't into nothing else. Just, you know, that's it. Football, yeah, yeah, basketball. Yeah, I don't really yeah. watch nothing else. I ain't going to lie to you. I never could get into college because there's so many damn teams. I haven't had the time to just sit down. Because uh-huh. I don't believe in, say, I'm going to go for this team just because they from Louisiana. Right. I actually want to see how good the team is and, you know, actually learn the team. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot, that'll work there, man. So, uh, let, let, let's rewind. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. Let's go. Let's go. You know, matter of fact, how did you come up with the name Capo? LB. All right, Capo LB, and and um, you know, movies like um, The Godfather and this and that. You always had you had The Godfather, and then you had The Capo. Mm-hmm. The Capo would like lead the regime. You know, what I'm saying he was over like certain a family or whatever. Okay. And so uh, that was the name I picked up based off that, and also I was a Jim Jones fan at one point. And you uh-huh. know, Jim Jones always called himself Capo. Right. And so right, you know, right, right. I took on that name. Uh, my my MySpace now used to be LB. Capo okay. status. Okay. You know, and then um, started recording with some guys. And he was like, man, why won't you, you know, call yourself Capo LB? And of course, the LB is my actual name, LeBroger. Right. So put it together, man. That's what I've been going by. I've been going by Capo LB since um, 2000, I want to say 2007, 2008. Man, did you see um, that clip, that Jim Jones clip when he was um, on Hot 97? Oh, yeah. When you were talking about Cam? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, saw it. I saw, that. I saw that. That, 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 was, that was some real shit there. Yeah, you know. I wasn't there though to know who telling the truth because you know Cam did a rebuttal. Right. Basically, okay. yeah. Uh, he did okay. a rebuttal and he was basically just saying that 
you know, some of the stuff Jim was saying wasn't true. But like I said, unless you was actually there, right. you really can't side with, you know. Even if it wasn't true, I like what he said, though, yeah. how, how he's putting it yeah. down. But I mean, like you, like you know, it's it's, it's three sides there story. Yeah. His side, his side, and the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I look at, I don't even say that. I say it's his side, the other side, and whatever you deem to be the truth. Because well, yeah. people still gonna take their opinion and say, oh, he lying. Right. Oh, he lying. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're gonna pretty much make up the truth what you want it to be. That's how I see it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yo, so, um, I don't know, you know, you were coming up, you was little, you was little capo LB. Mm. So, I mean, at what age did you decide, like, hey, man, you know, I, I want to be a rapper, you know, I want to get in this music game? Um, I probably, when I actually decided that, man, I probably was about 17, 18. Okay. Because uh, me and my cousin, we started off probably about, we was 13 years old, and we just started off, um, you know, just say if you had, had your favorite song, we would redo the verses. But we would put our own bars in there and rap just like they rap. You know, we used I to play around Ice like Cube that. Used to do that. Him yeah. and Dr. Dre used to do that. We used to play yeah. around like that. Uh-huh. And then as I got a little older, you know, I realized that I was I was pretty decent with it. And so, you know, I just decided to start going for it then. But um, it probably was I recorded man, but it probably was 2010 when I actually decided to take it serious because I feel like if you ain't putting no money behind yourself, you're not trying to be an artist. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, so I believe it, it was about 2010 when I actually took it serious and put money behind myself. Right. Yeah. Right. So man, trust me, I put plenty of money behind this podcast because yeah. I ain't got no big sponsors or nothing like right, that. So right. you're right. You know, you put that money behind yourself and believe in yourself and you make it happen. That way you can say you don't owe nobody nothing. I put my own money, but you know, behind myself but and believe in that. That's the only way I feel like people are gonna take you serious. You know, it's like how do you expect, you know, somebody to come to you and say, Hey, I wanna pour money and invest into your situation when you don't even believe enough in yourself right. to invest in your situation. So I, I'm just a firm believer. My daddy raised me like that. It's like, you know, take care of your business. And so that's what I do. Right, right, right. So, okay, you was, um, you know, as a teenager, you start taking it um, seriously, you know, wanting to be a rapper. So at the time, who who was you kind of emulating and looking up to? Uh, Lil Wayne, man. To? Cash Money. You know what I'm saying? Cash Money growing up and Lil Wayne always have been my favorite rapper. Okay. You know, always, you know. Yeah, that's who... That's who I padded my style after. Matter of fact, um, I had got to the point where I stopped writing just because of Lil Wayne. I knew Wayne didn't write. You know what I'm saying? You know, Wayne looked up to Jay-Z. Jay-Z right. didn't write. So, you know, I would write at the time when I was writing, I would finish my verse. By the time I would get get through my verse, I would already know it. So I was able to spit the verse back without the paper. Right. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to just start trying to do it without the paper at all. And then I just developed that habit to where I can go in the studio right now with no pen, pad, and kill your host on. Oh damn! Okay, I know Jay Z is big in like you yeah. said Wayne do it, yeah. and you do okay. Yeah, that's all right there. Yeah, man. I know coming up, um, I know I was a big LL Cool J fan. Yeah, you, you know, know what? That, I was, that, that I, was you know, man. you know, I was a little kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I remember, uh, you know, Mama said knock you out and little records like that. LL Cool J was popping back in the day. <laughs> man, I know my favorite song was, was Jack the Ripper. Okay, I mean, that's still my favorite song. Yeah. They had all the essence of hip hop all yeah. in that one song. Yeah. You know, mixing the scratching yeah. and LL spitting the bar. Yeah. He put the jab at Kumo D. Yeah. Man, you know, when I was working out, I don't got lazy now, but that, that song was in my workout, on every workout playlist I ever had, man. Jack the Ripple, that, that be, was my track. It'd be dope, man, to right do a there. record like that, to get somebody scratching that old school feel. Oh, yeah, 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 be yeah, real dope yeah. To do something like that right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, the hip-hop game on chain, but I still like that that pure essence of oh, yeah. hip-hop with the scratching and all that definitely, stuff. Definitely, definitely. I know we um, people have gotten away from it, but every now and then, like maybe a DJ Premier or somebody. Right, yeah, Premier be you know, on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching the um the Team Backpack Cyphers 
Them boys nice. Them boys nice, bro. Man. <laughs> them guys man. nice, yeah. If you never like, um went on that go on YouTube and look up Team Backpack, I'm talking about they, these dudes spit. Yeah, they nice. You talking about hip hop and yeah. its purest form? Yeah. That, that's it right there. You know what's crazy though? Like speaking of Team Backpack and it's like that with most battle rappers. It's like it'd be so hard for those guys to transition into like songwriting though. Right. Like they be the hit. they be the deadliest lyricists that you want to hear. Uh-huh. But it's like they can't, you know, they don't be able to make those records that just pop off. I don't know why that is. Right. I don't know if people don't want to accept them as songwriters or what. But it's right. like they have a very hard time breaking into the industry as songwriters. Okay. Bet, bet. So all right, we're gonna speed up to um so what you got going right now, man. I know I I've seen you know on um Facebook. Well, yeah, let's get to that. I see on Facebook you you post a whole lot. Right. I know you do a lot of promotion. Right. So um, you know, just take me behind that. You know, the i you know the ideal of all the posting and on everything. You know, the way you advertise and market. Right. Um. Well, I believe you know seeing is believing, and the more you see something, the more in tune you'll become with it. You know. Right. If I'm posting my project every thirty minutes or every hour, you might get annoyed by it. Or you might be like, damn, man, he keeps talking about this damn project. Let me, let me click on it and see what he's talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually, I just gained a new fan. And like I made a post before, I said, you know, McDonald's is a billion-dollar industry, and they still advertise. So right. why wouldn't I advertise, you know what I'm saying, my product? Because I'm trying to get a potential fan, a potential consumer. I can't, if McDonald's doing it and they already made it, here I am trying to make it. Why would I do anything less? Right. I should be working 10 times as hard as McDonald's to keep my name relevant. So if, if I got my social media, Facebook, which is free, Twitter, which is free, Instagram, which is free, why wouldn't I use that platform to broadcast myself? If I got 4,000 friends, you got 4,000 friends, mm-hmm. say you share my post. That's another 4,000 people that see. Exactly. You right. know what I'm saying? Because And then somebody else going to share it. So that's how stuff ends up going viral because you got you got a friend list that I don't have. So, you know, that's why it's important to share your music. Matter of fact, you... um. You inspire me to promote more, cause you know I I, I um I'll post a show and post it. Then I might post it again a couple of days later. Yeah. But after seeing you um repeatedly post throughout the day, yeah. Not, not just a couple times. Yeah. I'm talking about repeatedly, and your team coming behind you and yeah. they repeatedly yeah. posting. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. And then I you know I seen you know some of the, your numbers and stuff. Yeah. I said, okay, it worked. Now that now that's the way. Yeah. Had to quit being lazy. Yeah. And get out here and promote. I and mean, promote. and it's really, you know, I mean, you think about it, man. The mo- the average person spend half of their day on social media anyway. Right. Some more. Right. So it's like if you're an artist or whatever you do, if you're a chef, if you if you rap, if you're a lawyer or whatever you're doing, why wouldn't you take advantage of a free platform to put your music out? It is true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's free. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, um, I know you part was it Red Dollar Gang. Red so. Dollar Gang. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my record label. Uh, it actually became I got my LLC for it. Um, okay. A couple years ago, a few years ago, I think um, I want to say two thousand thirteen, something like that. But yeah, it's official official record label. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So who are some of the you know the members, some of the rappers you got on there? Of course, you got myself. You got uh, you got Billy Broadway. You got Say Hi and you got Red Dollar Quiz. All right. Yeah, those are those are the artists that's on the Red Dollar Gang. So were y'all all friends before? Are these are dudes that you heard that could spit? Y'all just kind of got together. Over uh, over time, we all like we all linked up. Uh, let me see. I used to record uh, at a spot in Cedar Grove, uh, the record label called Robin Blind Records, and that's why I actually met uh, Red Dollar Quiz. Okay. He was probably around my sixteen when we first met. Um, and you know he just kind of like took him under my wing. I always wanted to be around me, you know, and kind of developed his craft. And then um, 
say hot. I knew him beside the music, but also he recorded the Robin Blind. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. And then uh, me and Billy and we lived by each other at one point. Okay. And, you know, I knew who he was just from seeing him in the streets grinding and, you know, being with the five entertainment or whatever. Right. And, you know, we just it just happened organically. We all just ended up linking up when the time was right. Right, right, right. Um, all right. You know, here in Shreveport, I see a lot of different, you know, rappers. You know, um, some don't promote, some do promote. But right. I, but I know they exist. Right. Uh, why do you think the city of Shreveport has not produced more stars than what we have so far because there's a lot of people here that got talent man uh red tape uh by the way that's a mixtape that's out uh that we just dropped hey, go pick that up yeah. that is a nice mixtape yeah, it's, it's, it's on spin real appreciate that it's on spin real and uh, my mixtape but i think man it, it, it's so many different um it's so many different reasons why you know it really would take me all day to break it down but um you got a lot of politics here Right. In the city, you know what I mean. I feel like it's a lot of uh, things that could be done for artists that's not being done. Like uh, me personally, I would love to see the local artist spotlight come back. We used to have that at one point. Yeah. Well, uh, and then we used to have slamming the jammy. Oh yeah. Well, you know, me and Ricky Lack was talking about slamming the jammy. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you know, all those platforms have been taken away from the local artists to the point where it's like, really, all you have now is trying to go to a club and trying to perform, which, in my opinion, is extremely hard because you know. You got you got fans who are there to see a particular artist, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know those fans they get tired of waiting because the artist don't come out till late at night, mm-hmm. and then here you come coming on stage with this new damn song yeah, nobody never like, heard. Man, we don't hear you. And like we don't want to hear you. We here to see Lucci or, we, or, or whoever, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I feel like I feel like we need more um, more platforms for the artists to be heard. That way, the song can actually grow on people, and people can get to know the music before you just throw artists out there to the wolves. On this stage, trying to let them perform. Right. You know what I mean. And um, a lot of a lot of hatred, a lot of behind the scenes hatred. Um, you know, um, artists, artists against artists. Um, not all DJs. Some DJs just don't like playing local music for whatever reason. You know what I mean. Um, right. And then as far as the artists go, a lot of these artists, you know, we got some artists that do grind, but a lot of these artists, they feel like just because they can rap, that the they owed something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if we, when you factor all those things in, you got a lot of different reasons why the city hasn't produced a superstar. But, you know, Hurricane Chris, what, 2007? Yeah. You know, we got uh, we got B-Will right now doing this thing with Boosie. Right. Um, Got a couple rappers in the city that's really making noise. You know, you got Ratchet Life. But I mean, as far as just making it out, we've only had Hurricane. Uh-huh. And you mean to tell me in 10 years? 10 years? We haven't had another credible artist to make it. Tell me what the hell going on. <laughs> I, you know, I wish I had an answer for you. Know it, what but I, mean? I, I really don't know, and that's part of the reason I had created the whole unsigned hype segment in the show. Yeah. So you know, people hear our show, you never know who's listening. Right. And maybe one of the songs that catch somebody's ear. Right. And somebody gets signed. If one person gets signed out, this whole unsigned. Hype thing, I, I'll be just it gotta, ecstatic. You know what I mean? I feel like it got to be the right person. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and what I mean by the right person is, it has to be a person that's not selfish. Like right. with me, I've always wanted to to uh, to do things for the city. Like when I did, I had a record called I Think I'm Too Much, and I ended up doing a remix. Mm-hmm. And I put some of the rappers on the um, song that was pretty hot in the city that I, that I liked. And, you know, it ended up just being a remix full of local rappers. You know what I mean? But it has to be that artist that's gonna get on and is gonna reach back and get his partner. 
Uh-huh. And then he not already told his partner, okay, now you on, you reach back, you get your partner. And it has to be a domino effect, you know, in reverse, though. We start knocking each other down, we pulling each other up. Right. You know what I mean? And that's how I look at it. You know, we, we have to start creating our own stars here. We started getting behind the same artists, Jay-Z, Beyonce. They don't made it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much more support do they need? Not yeah. to say you can't yeah. listen to them, but you can listen to more than one artist. Right. You know, I listen to more than one podcast. I listen to about four or five different podcasts. Right, exactly. Some, some are popular. Some are underground. I tend to lend, you know, lend my ear to the underground. I just want to see what they're talking about. And, right. You know, maybe we could collab or whatever, but I'm into making new stars. The old stars are established. But if we make new stars, I, I think that would help, you know, the community. Because if something happened in Shreveport, you think all these rappers that, these big rappers that you support going to come down here and do something? Nah. Nah. nah you ain't nah. going to see them. And man, you you know, um, I feel like the opportunity should be like, when we have these big events, when they bring these artists down here, whether they're bringing them for the birthday bash or whether they're bringing them for the 4th of July, whatever they're bringing them down here for, whatever artist that's popping in the city at that moment, you should be shoving that, shoving that artist down that big artist face. Like, hey, man, this such and such, man, this nigga hot, this nigga got this, blah, blah, blah. You need to check him out. You know what I'm saying? Right. What I need to do to get y'all to collab. Can I, whatever you need to do to link that artist, you need to be trying to do that. Because that's how these other cities are doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. when uh when Meek Mill he had a he had a record back in the day before he even got signed with Ross. Well, when Ross came to the uh to the radio station, that actual DJ told him about the Meek Mill song, played the song for him. He ended up getting on the Meek Mill record, see. and you see what came from that. See, there you Meek go. Meek Mill with Maybach music. Great. So I mean, stuff. you got to create it. And then also with the artists, man, we have to start supporting the outlets that support us because we do have you know outlets here in the city like yourself. Uh-huh. We got the Renata Soul Show. Oh, we yeah. got plenty of plenty of um of people here that's trying to help us. But I guess because they don't have a certain name or a certain image, the artists feel like nah, I ain't gonna fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you you don't never know what these platform stuff yeah. can turn into. You never know. You know what I'm saying? I say stick with the people and support the people that's supporting you. Right. Simple. You know, Renata Soul Show. I was on there myself. Yeah. Um, I show it that. Any of these shows could turn into the new Breakfast Club. Exactly. Or the new Shade you, 45 or a new um, Sway in the Morning. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, me, I, I don't forget nothing. Right. And, you know, I, I'm a visual person. I remember everything. I see everything. Mm-hmm. So if this turned into something big, I remember who was at the beginning, who came on the right. show, who didn't mind, right. who even had a bigger platform. Because you got a bigger platform than I do right now. But you came over here and got on the show, which I appreciate that. Yeah, man. man. I, that's, that's real shit. I look at so, it like we're in the same we're in the same boat, man. We're trying to do the same thing. You know what I mean? So, right. it, in my opinion, it really ain't even about whose um, platform is the biggest. Like, I saw something that you were doing. You know, I saw you promoting local artists. And that caught my attention. Like, okay, this this he care about the local artists. So, why wouldn't I come over here and, you know, right and brand myself with you? You know what I'm saying? So, whatever I can do to help you or vice versa, I feel like that's what we need to do. That's the only way we're going to get out of here. Yeah, you're right about that. So let's let's catch back up. I know you had the um the red dollar mixtape. Yep. Um, I know uh what's that song? Four PM in Shreveport. Hey, my my, my favorite song. All the songs on there. I know you got songs that you're trying to push on yeah, there, but yeah, I think that's the first song on there. It's the first song on there. And you know I, I you know I played it. Normally the first song is okay. Then, yeah, then kind it of picks third up. or fourth yeah. song it pick up. Yeah. But then I heard the beat and I I'm like man, all right. Yeah. So it. It caught my attention yeah. right off the bat. Like yeah. after, eh, all right, I'm gonna skip this track. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go to track two. But yeah. once my attention was held off that first song, yeah. Yeah. then I was like, okay, I'm waiting on the next yeah. one. They just kept rolling yeah. and rolling and rolling. Open strong and finish strong. That's so, how I believe. So, you know? 4 p.m. in Shreveport. Mm-hmm. You know, 
what what was the the idea? What I mean, the title the, is that something? Is okay. there something special that happens at four p.m. or what's the? Actually, that record that's a Drake record. It's a um Drake, Drake has a record called Four P.M. in Calabasas. Oh, okay. And on that record, uh, I don't know if you remember the incident between him and Diddy when they say Diddy so allegedly right. punched him or whatever. Right. He did the Four P.M. in Shreveport, and he taking he taking so many shots at Diddy and just like different uh-huh. people in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And so the zone and the mood I was in. When I did 4 p.m. in Shreveport, I was like, man, I'm just going to talk about a lot of stuff that went on with me. You know what I'm saying? It's right, going on in right. my life. You know what right. I'm saying? And um, instead of 4 p.m. in Calabasas, of course, 4 p.m. in Shreveport, because that's where I'm at. And, man, that's how it came about. You know, Of course, everything in my music, man, is, is real. It's facts. It's something I done went through. You know, I don't believe in fairy tale rap. You know, I believe in getting you my life, because I feel like that'll, that'll give you the opportunity to connect with me. Right. Yeah. So how long did it take y'all to put that mixtape together? Oh, uh, man, to be honest with you, that's a that mixtape ended up being something totally different. Um, because I was gonna drop it last year mm-hmm. around um June, July, and seven of the songs that's on there were actually gonna be on the, the first copy of it, but it was 14 tracks. Mm-hmm. Then a little situation happened and I had to go back and re- revise it. And I ended up adding more songs and it turned into 19 tracks. But honestly, it didn't take long at all, man. Some of those songs are two, three years old. And I just sat down and put them together. Right. You know, I tried to make them flow because I wanted them, I wanted the CD to almost tell you a story. You know, if you listen to 4 p.m. in Shreveport, it started off saying my daughter on the way. Right. Well, my daughter finna be five months. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I dropped that before she was born. Right. And so it just picks up in chronological order. It goes like that. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, I like that. I even told you that. Yeah, yeah. When, when, you, when you asked me about the yeah. feedback, I said, man, yeah. 4 p.m. in Shreveport is my song. Yeah. That, 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 that's my, that's my I got jam a, right Hey, there. you know, I got a visual. I got a visual to that. Right. I've been shy that I've just been waiting for the uh, perfect opportunity, but I got a visual oh, okay. dropping soon. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that, that was a damn good mixtape, man. Yeah, I appreciate I, that. I like that. I like that. I appreciate it. Um, I, I saw your interview on... Um, I know you was on Satellite Radio. Was it Shade 45? Shade 45 with... uh, you talking about the one with DJ Scream? Yeah. Yeah, Hood Ridge Radio. Um, yeah, I went to Atlanta um, a couple years ago, what, 2015. Mm-hmm. That's when uh, I had my album, Crown Me King, drop. And so I was on my little promotional tour promoting that. So how, how did you hook up with DJ Scream? Did you hit him up or did he hit you up? No. Nah, you had a middleman? Like- I had a middleman. Okay. Yeah, I had a middleman in the city, man. A lot of people be sleeping on this guy, but, you know, yeah, he 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 the plug. So he okay. he hooked that up for me and, um, and, you know, I went and it was all love, man. And it was another interview. Was it DJ? Was it K Slay? I went to K Slay too. Yeah, K Slay. I think that's yeah. the interview that I watched, which is which is a real good interview, man. Y'all can um look at that on on YouTube. Now, the, you watched the one with Scream. I didn't actually didn't post the one. I got a pictures and stuff for me and K Slay. Okay, the one you watched. Was oh, that was Scream, Scream in Atlanta. Well, yeah, my bad. And we did the one with Scream. Hey, yeah. that's on YouTube. That, that's a really good interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I so I went. I actually did the interview with K Slay first. Okay. And um and then after that, like uh, I think three weeks or a month later, that's when I did a follow up and went went to screen. Was that middleman plug again? Yeah, middle, my middleman. Yeah, he plugged me in, man. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, this guy, he always look out for me anytime I call him. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. I think I saw on the post that you went to New York. Yeah, that's where I was with with uh K Slay. Okay. Because you know that's what a Shade Forty Five right. building is. It's right, in New right, York. Right. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh man, so you've been on the road for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been I mean, because I understand that um I can't just have it, you know, I can't just do my grinding here. I gotta get out and promote. Right. Promote. So, you know, that's what that's what we do. And that's the asset that Billy brought to the team. Billy Billy brought that that grind asset because, you know, a lot of artists, man, they they either can rap real well, but they don't grind as well as they rap. Right. But Billy had that grind and he brought that. So he brought that balance to me. Okay. So, you know, now I'm able to put out good music and now I'm more approachable or I approach people better now because Billy around me and I see him do it. 
so easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody needs certain people around them to con- to complete them because we all lack in certain areas. Right. And that was one of the areas I lacked in. But ever since he's been around me, man, my grind just been up 100%. I see. Yeah, yeah man. I, I can tell that through Facebook and all, yeah. the, all the other um, platforms. So it, is your ideal goal to get signed to a, um, a label or are you trying to stay independent, this district, trying to find a distribution deal? My ideal, man, honestly, is whatever situation I feel like is going to best suit me and my family. You know, I know a lot of guys say stay independent and then some guys go after the majors. I mean, you know, Drake major and he got a great situation. Right. Um, Chance the Rapper independent, he got a great situation. Yeah, he just won the damn Grammy. So yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So whatever situation I feel like is going to suit my family the best, that's the situation I'm going to go after. I don't have now one in particular. Just whatever whatever helps me the most. Already, yeah. already. So, um, what's your opinion on on the hip hop climate right now? Because it ain't like it used to be. It, there, it, there, there's a lot of different kind of rap. You got mumble rap and this other yeah. type of deal. So, I mean, what, what's your? I mean, it's different, man. I look at it. At one point, at one point, I was saying, I was like, man, this shit whack. Mm-hmm. But then I got to the point where I realized that we need it because it's balanced. Right. If everybody rapped like Jay Z, then we couldn't appreciate Jay Z. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Cause, Cause I was kind of feeling like you at first, like man, this rap game just don't went all to hell. Right. Man. Cause I would just listen to just some different people on the radio. I don't even listen to local radio no more. Right. Either I listen to satellite radio or I'm on my iTouch or something. I listen to uh, underground yeah, rap, you know, yeah. local artists or whatever. But, I mean, um, the local the local radio just you know they're just playing the top the top yeah, ten you know, top hits, 40, the same whatever. Top 10, you know, I'm like uh, yeah. So that was done. Or I go on YouTube and put me a place to get a list of the team backpack or mm-hmm. you know or, or some of the local artists and mm-hmm. stuff you know because because I, I think the artists that's unsigned and all that seems like they just work hard. They're hungry. The music is pure. They're, yeah, hungry, they're hungry, and you get that hungry music. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but I had to learn that you know as we get older, there's gonna be new generations of people come up, and the game is gonna change. You know, in the 80s, they had the Curtis Blow, the Fat Boys, and you know how people rapped that back then. It was just more rhyming. And I'm quite sure they yeah. looked at certain, I'm quite sure when the era came with like Nelly and the different artists, I'm quite sure they probably looked at it like, man, what is this? It's changing. Right, right, right. And, and so that's the situation we in. Like, take for instance the, the kid, Lil Yachty. I didn't know how old Lil Yachty was when I first heard his music. Mm-hmm. I thought his music was like, like what the hell is this? Yeah. But then I, you know, I seen the um, Noise Atlanta uh, episode with him on there, and I was like, damn, it's a kid. You know what I'm saying? That boy, 18, 19 years old. He a kid. So this is a this is a child having fun. Right. That's what he's doing. Right. Can't get mad that people just happen to like his music and he's making millions of dollars off of it. Right. So you gotta look at it for what it's worth. Can't knock the next man hustle. So, you know, I, I was used to, you know, the Jay-Z's, the DMX, right. And, right. you know, UGK and all that. And then you hear this difference, like, man, they are ruining. But, you know, as we get older, the new generation is gonna come in and stuff evolves, stuff changes. Right. So I had to like, man, it's just not my rap, but I can't knock, knock it. Right, you don't have to listen to it. I don't like it. Right. I don't have to listen to it, and I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter does, right. but that's her generation. That's her generation. Because when I was smaller, I was sneaking listening to Two Live Crew, and my mama could stand yeah. that shit. Yeah. She said, boy, don't you never play that yeah. shit around here. She's like, yeah. this is trash, but I loved it. You yeah. know, yeah. And, you know, and LL and all that stuff, you know, Boys in the Hood, Easy E, all that, you know. So, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. My first rap, I got turned on to, uh, my grandmother had um, Fat Boys, the vinyl. Mm. <laughs> I, used to listen, I used to listen to that. And then my aunt, she had the uh, the Tupac, uh, the Are You, Are You, what is Are You Still Down? Are You Still Down? Yeah. She had that cassette and then she had a DJ Quick cassette. 
So that's how I got introduced to rap. Oh, those quick. are the those are the artists that I started listening to first when I was when I was a kid. Oh man, quick, that's my boy. Though. Yeah, yeah. Quick is my name. Yeah, that very first one. Yeah. Oh, that, that's my. That's and then my you know CD. some of those records that Quick had, I probably shouldn't have been listening to when I was that young. Yeah, but, but you yeah. know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it was jamming. So, man, cause I, I listened to um the Two Loud Crew. I think I was like maybe. Eight, nine years old, and you know the stuff they were saying then. Right. You know, in the 80s, man, you weren't supposed to. Right. I mean, now if you say it, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. But you talk about 1987, right. 88, and they, real the vulgar. Stuff they were saying. Real vulgar, man. You're like, man, you gotta be. And, and, I mean, it was different. Yeah, the stuff these kids saying now was way worse than that, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With these kids, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yeah. how the hell is this happening? So, which brings us to. You're single now. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, how, man. How, how in the world? Man. I know Beetlejuice is an old man. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. How, how in the world did you come up with Beetlejuice out of anything, out of anything. in this world? All right. Because as an artist, um, I was trying to find a way to still do me, but to, you know, you got to learn how to adapt right. to what's going on. Right. The average song that you hear on the radio, you don't know what the hell they talking about on the song. No, you take, don't. take the Panda song, for instance. You know, that was the biggest song in the damn last year. So I was like, man, how can I how can I come up with something that almost sound crazy but makes sense? So when I I got the beat and I came up with the, you know, say my name, make it ugly real quick. Well, if you if you know the movie Beetlejuice, when you say his name three times, bad stuff happens. And he's already he's an ugly individual. And so that's how it came about. You know, say my name, make it ugly real quick. Mobbing with the gang and we on some real shit. You know, um, and I ain't cheating unless you're real thick, but please don't say my name, make it ugly real quick. And that aspect is like, okay, if I mess with you, don't say my name because it'll get ugly. Like my if my girl find out, it's gonna be bad. Right. And then that's when it comes Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. <laughs> and that's how the concept came, you know? <laughs> that was crazy. Cause I've been waiting to ask you that. <laughs> I know I a lot gonna, of people probably been thinking this. I wasn't gonna ask it on Facebook, I didn't want to waste it. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna wait to the show. I'm like, how in the hell did he come up with Beetlejuice? Like, like I said, I, I, I love the song. Yeah. You know? Because it's catchy. Yeah. You know, it, it brings back the old school, and then, you know, the beat was yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm like, how in the hell out of anything is where he come up with Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. And then when I heard it, I said, okay. But I, said, the, I said, this song going to pop. Think about it. Think about it, though, bro. The average song that's a hit record is just a remake of something else. It is. How many, how many Get Money Fuck Bitches songs do we have? How many Pop and Bottle songs do we have? How many Shake That Ass songs do we yeah, have? Yeah, we got thousands of them. So thousands. where's your uniqueness? Right. So that's what I I was thinking outside the box. Like, I want something that's going to make people scratch their head. You thought way outside the box on that Different one. works. Yeah. You know, and like I say, currently right now, that song is being broken in Atlanta in, in the strip clubs out there, you know, by the Coalition DJs. So... You know, oh, yeah. Oh, you don't made it now. When you <laughs> nah, say your song, yeah. nah, nah, you ain't made it yet. yet. <laughs> but when you say your song getting broke in the strip club, yeah. Trust me, yeah. everybody's in the strip. Yeah, club. yeah. And somebody gonna hear it, and somebody gonna go to the big uh, DJ like, man, who is that? Who is that? Yeah. And then that's how it start. But if it's playing a strip club, trust me, yeah. Man, people gonna hear it, man. Yeah, man, it's been going strong. I know for sure. And uh, every time DJ Funky and DJ Westside drop it in there, they they tag me in it on Instagram and Strokers or whatever. Uh-huh. And you know, like I say, man, it's it's getting pretty good response out there. So I feel I feel real good about. I felt good about it when I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I recorded, it, I felt like it was gonna be a hit record. Right. And I ended up putting uh, Big Zay on there. Uh huh. Because this is the way I look at it. If if I blow up or whatever happens. It's automatic the Red Dollar Gang blows up because that's my record label. Right. Well, Zay is somebody that I mess with that's not in Red Dollar Gang. He's just a rapper that I'm pretty cool with. 
Right. So I looked at it like, man, if this song gonna be a hit, and I put him on there, it helps his situation too. Mm-hmm. And then when he get in a good situation, he can reach back and help somebody like I helped him. Right. And that's the only way we're gonna cut the red tape and get through all the BS we got going in the city that's holding us back. It's too much. It's too much division amongst the artists. So we gotta show unity somewhere. You know, and like you said, you know, I, I don't. I've been doing this podcast for maybe three or four months, but a guy hit me up. And then he was asking me questions like, man, how'd you start? And how you do this? And how'd you get so big? And I, I ain't that, that big. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was cool. But to somebody you are. You know, you know what I mean? To him, yeah. I was. Yeah. To me, I'm like, man, please. It's, it's way people bigger than me. But yeah. to him, he was like, man, you know, I see you got the followers, how you have it. And he was asking me a bunch of questions. It made me feel good because somebody's looking at me like, hey, man, this, exactly. this podcast is up here. Exactly. And I'm down here because I remember when I was... At the very start, when I had maybe fifty likes, and I couldn't get nobody to pay attention, yeah, yeah. and nothing like that. And so, you know, I, I mean, I went, I went for the hard no info. I mean, he, it ain't like he couldn't find out. I mean, it ain't right. like he couldn't find out anyway. Right. He could go Google it. But man, you know, I'm just sharing stuff with him, and you know, the different equipment and and just some some things I do, and he was appreciative, and and you know, and, and it was cool. It, it's crazy how man, I see what these record labels go through now, cause. I get so much music from so many different people right. around the country. I'm like, right. man, if I get this much on my imagine, platform, yeah. I can imagine what they go through at, um, at, um, I guess Cash Money and all these other right, labels. Right. I mean, some is great. Some is, uh, no, nah, man. Right. I mean, wanna... and, and it's gonna be like that, man. Right. But, you know, these are these are artists just looking for an opportunity. But, you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy how much music I get hit up with. I believe you. I, I get up with a lot. I'm talking about all over the country. And and it's a lot of talent out there that show needs to be heard. I'm it like, is. damn how these dudes ain't It sad. is, man. You know, but right now, though, you know, man, we got to focus. We got to focus on producing the artists out of Shreveport. You know, even if right. it, even if it's not me, man, I'll be so happy to see a genuine person from the city get on that, that's not afraid to... Open up that door, just like when I went to um when I went to New York with K Slay and with Scream. Uh-huh. I told them both, man, hey man, Shreveport, we got so much talent off. You know, I'm just putting oh, yeah, it out because there because you said that in your interview, yeah. with um, with Scream, yeah. And I'm talking about wherever I go, I don't care where the hell I go. I can go. Jimmy Iovine can call me tomorrow to come to Interscope, and I'm gonna tell him in the meeting, hey man, you need to go back to my city because we got some talent in this city. Right. I don't give a damn if I'm beefing with you or whatever, man. If you telling it, you telling it. And I look at it like that's the only way we gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? We got to big up our city. I'm not going to go, you know, to no label interview and be like, oh, I'm the, only, I'm the best artist in my city. Nah, we got guys in my city that's just as hungry as me to make good music just like I do. And that has to be known. So the people that make it, you think it's talent plus luck, just being at the right place at the right time, knowing the right people? Man, you know what? I can't even say that it's luck because whatever happens for you is already, I believe it's destined for you anyway. Right. right. You know, so if, if you happen to get up and go say you say Birdman come down here, mm-hmm. and you just so happen to get up out of your bed and go with Birdman and give him a CD, mm-hmm. but I didn't get the chance to. That's not luck. You actually went and did it. You know what I'm saying? Or if, if you bump into him, you might bump into him in the in the mall. If you like me, you keep you keep music with you. So say you're in the mall and you got a CD and you bump into him, you stay prepared. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't feel like it's luck at all, man. I just feel like that was their situation. It was their time. Right. Some of us have to go through harder. You know, jump over obstacles, you know, but it just is what it is. Man, I tell you, I've done 15 shows so far. This makes the 16th. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my favorite shows to do was the very last one I just did, the showcase. Mm-hmm. 
when I put everybody's songs on there. I listened. I actually know? listened to that. I listened and, to that. Um, and I had fun with that. You know, I just did post the songs and went on and did my little um, parts in between. Right. I actually went back and re-listened to everybody's yeah. songs. Yeah. And I just, I was lit. I was like, man, all these people are, are so Talented, talented, yeah. Man. But you know what, talent, man, it, it ain't about talent no more. Obviously, no, it's, not. it's not about talent. You know, you gotta have the grind, man. You gotta have the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have um the drive. You gotta invest, self invest. That's what I preach to everybody. Self invest. Right. You know, if you want, if you want these labels or whoever to come pour money into your project, they gotta see that you believe in yourself. Right. Nobody gonna come over here and get capital a million dollars if capital won't even spend a hundred dollars on itself because it's like. Shit, you don't believe in yourself. Why should I? Right. You know. Right. So man, I you know I'm out here working. I'm grinding. I'm talking about. I got a real job that I'm taking money from. You know, to put into this music stuff like this. This is money right now that I'm taking away from what I could potentially doing for my family. Oh shit, and I'm, I'm with putting, you. And I'm putting it behind thing. this dream because that's how much I believe in myself. And thankfully, you know, I'm saying I got a I got a sidekick that believe in me just as much. You know what I'm saying? So my situation is, you know, I'm out here working and mm-hmm. I'm investing. So I don't. I don't respect a lot of artists because you have a lot of artists that don't believe in investing in themselves. They just want to rap and wait for somebody to come knock on their door. I don't respect those type of artists. But any artist that's out here grinding, I don't care what kind of music you make. If you out here grinding and putting your own money behind it and you know getting it in, you got my utmost respect. You know, me and you in the same boat. Yeah. What's the budget for my podcast? I look in my pocket. Right. That's it. That's your budget. That's, that's the budget. That's the budget. That's it. That's, yeah. that's stuff I could be doing. Like with my family, my dollars, right. you know, they, they want stuff and everything, right. but... I choose to invest in this project because I believe, believe in it. You believe and I believe in it's it. gonna be something one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I, I you know, I tell my wife, I'm like, man, it's gonna pay off. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. She has and she's don't got behind it. You know, I commend her for that. But yeah, you, you have to invest in yourself. Cause if you waiting on somebody to sponsor you, you waiting on somebody to give you some man, money, you can't wait. You forget it. You can't wait on That's nobody, it. man. This people, your this your dream. <laughs> people wanna see what are you doing for yourself. Right. You know, are you marketing? Are you advertising? You out here grinding? Right. Do, do you really want it? Are you just waiting on the handout? Right. They didn't want to blow up. Right. You got a lot of Facebook. Uh, you got a lot of social media artists. You know, that's all, all they want to do is social media, but they're not doing anything outside of social media. Just like with my single Beetlejuice, man, I didn't, I didn't reach out to no DJ in in the city mm-hmm. to um to play my record. I mean, because the way I looked at it, when I dropped Red Tape on mm-hmm. on Spinrilla, Red Tape did numbers on Spinrilla, over thirty some thousand views. You know, um. Downloads are good, streams are good, but it's crazy when I dropped Beetlejuice, the streams Red Tape had been out for like two, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Man, within twenty four hours, Beetlejuice outstreamed Red Tape, and right now I got over thirty some thousand streams on Beetlejuice, and it's been out. I dropped it on the twenty third, so it's about what three weeks now, I think. And you would think with those numbers. That you know, people would see it and automatically start picking it up. Like, okay, I'm finna mess with it. But I just said, man, I wanted to see. I just want to see who was organically gonna get behind it. So I didn't reach out to anybody and tell anybody to play it. And I said I wasn't gonna do it. But you know, I, I got my situation going in Atlanta. I said I'm gonna go to a bigger market because you know I hear so many people. They try to paint the artists in the city like every artist is lazy. Like mm-hmm. artists don't want to branch out. Or why y'all want to get y'all record played here? Why y'all ain't reaching out to this person? So I said, okay. I tell you what, I'm gonna reach out to a market that I feel like gonna play my music. That's gonna understand it, and so that's why I did what I did. And eventually, y'all either gonna y'all gonna catch up, or y'all just gonna be exposed. Cause my point is, if you don't get behind something that's popping in the city, that somebody you see grinding, what's the reason? Right. You hating? Like, what are you doing? Right. Why wouldn't you get behind a person that's investing in themselves, that's putting out good music? 
Man, that's crazy how you said the Beetlejuice outstreamed the mixtape, and the mixtape had been out two weeks previous before. It outstreamed the mixtape in one in, in twenty four hours. You know, um, when I was posting my um, my my podcast and stuff, I, I kind of switched my uh, my marketing, and then we started kind of hitting the Houston area real hard. Yeah, and man, so many people don't reached out and. Oh yeah, we start on slaughterhouseradio.com on Friday from mm-hmm. 5 30 to 6 30. Y'all make sure to log on there and, and, and listen to that. Man, appreciate it, Slaughterhouse Radio. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, we we picked up a lot of business, a lot of Houston artists start following mm-hmm. us and stuff. And so I, like you said, I just shifted to a bigger market. Right. You know. Right. And not saying against, you know, the local market right here, because you know, we we picking up a little business around here, but right. You know, I want I want to get some more eyes on the prize. Yeah, definitely. And then, definitely. And then a lot of times, people that don't know you kind of support you more than the person faster that faster than the yeah. people that do. That's how it works. And, and you know, and that's just kind of that's just how it is. I'm not you know throwing no shade and nothing like that. But if if all the followers I got on the takeover, seventy five percent of those followers, I do, out of time. I have no idea who yeah. they are, yeah. and they from everywhere. Yeah. And we and we got listeners. Right now in five different countries. Our number one listening city is San Francisco. Really? The number two listening city is Detroit Lakes, Michigan. Right, that's what's How up. How the hell does that happen? But this internet is powerful, man. You know, right. if, we, if we learn to take advantage of this thing and use it, man, you know, it, it's very powerful. And you really won't even need you won't need anyone when you learn when you figure this out. Whenever you get to the point where your podcast go viral, man, you know, it's just gonna take that one show. That one segment that people are tuned in to to blow it up and then, you know, sky's the limit from there. That's how I look at it with the music, you know? Yeah. As well. So Yeah. But that Beatles, <laughs> if you haven't listened to that Beetlejuice song, you need to. It's yeah. hot. It's hot right now. Beetlejuice. You can get that on, on Spinrilla, my mixtapes. It's on iTunes. Every digital outlet, Spotify, Raspity.com. Um, and it's on my website, Capolb, C-A-P-O-L-B.com. You can get it right there. Check that out. The reason I didn't put Beetlejuice owned unsigned hype because I was going to use Beetlejuice as the unsigned hype song for the show. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I heard I, Four Pyramid Shreveport on it. I was like, yeah, that's a good yeah. choice. I, I, didn't, I, didn't want, I didn't want to waste it on them. Yeah. I was like, and I knew you was coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. So I knew my favorite song was Four Pyramid and Shreveport. Yeah, yeah. And then I put Billy Broadway's A Little Freestyle yeah, on there because yeah. that's one of my favorites too. Yeah. But I was like, nah, I'm going to put Four Pyramid and Shreveport on the unsigned hype showcase. That's volume 15. Y'all need to go listen to that because there's a lot of talent on there yeah. that y'all know y'all ain't never heard. Of so you go on there and um you give these artists a chance if y'all got any questions y'all let me know you know what y'all need to know and and I put you in touch with them or whatever but man we need to get behind these artists man they got a lot of talent we need to start creating our own stars exactly and then we always get behind the same old stars and when stuff (laughs) happens in the city they are not bringing their ass down here to support but we got people in the city right here. That we could reach out to if a disaster happened, they could be the first one. There. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We need to support these guys. We need to make our own stars. We need to make new stars that quit recycling the old ones that they don't give a damn. <laughs> and they doing nothing for the city. It's doing nothing for your community or anybody around here. These people we got around here, they doing something. They doing big things. So let's get behind them. I know the Takeover Podcast has got behind them as much as we can, and we are gonna continue that. So with that being said, you know, we finna get to our to the segment of unsigned hype. And then I'm gonna let Capo introduce the song that's gonna be on unsigned hype. Go ahead, man. 
All right, all right. This here is my new single, Beetlejuice, featuring Big Zay. Already. And where can they um, find Beetlejuice at? You can find Beetlejuice on iTunes, Google Play, Live Mixtape, Spinrilla, CapoLB.com. All right, man. CapoLB, we appreciate you coming through here, man. I appreciate you, man. The Red Dollar Gang is definitely behind the Takeover Podcast. All right. You know the, you know our normal affiliates, the Vic Podcast Show, the Renata Soul Show. Catch that on KMRadio.com. Six o'clock every Sunday. We on SlaughterhouseRadio.com starting Friday from 5 30 to 6 30. We appreciate y'all reaching out to us, man. We appreciate that platform. So we looking forward to it. And then and then Ian Gleason, man. Appreciate y'all having us on a couple weeks ago. We appreciate that all that. We appreciate y'all y'all giving us the love. So listen to Ian Gleason's show, man. That that's my boy. Other than that, um, oh yeah. My boy Britt Bell, DJ Cool Breeze that's down there in Houston, man. Y'all go ahead and give him some love, man. If you um need some parties, DJ or whatever, type in DJ Cool Breeze on your Facebook. Hit the return button, his name come in, and y'all book him for some of them shows. But other than that, from myself, Capo, you got any last minute shout outs, cuz? Man, just shout out to my team, Red Dollar Gang. Shout out to Shreveport. Every artist in Shreveport, y'all keep your head up, keep grinding. The payoff coming sooner than you think. Already. And you know what's coming up. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice by Capo <laughs> LB. And we out of here. Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. It ain't never me to 
I've been on some ill shit. Me and Kappa on some trill shit. We going in for the kill. Quick. Say my name, nigga. Shot the nigga. Shot his ass. All the niggas run out.